Welcome to the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now, here is your host, Lance Ferguson. On July 1st, Steve Bobbenhaus and wife Nancy announced that they had sold their business, Des Moines area running store Fitness Sports, to Lindsay and Jordan Andrews. After 37 years of sharing his expertise with Central Iowa runners, walkers, triathletes, and swimmers, Steve said it was time to retire. But not just yet. I caught up with Steve on July 10th while he was working alongside Jordan at the store's popular shoe sale at Ames Fitness Center South. That was the site of the Midnight Madness 5-kilometer race. Here is our conversation. I'm here with Steve Bobinos. Congratulations on the sale of Fitness Sports. Um, I can tell you're very excited that Jordan and Lindsay are, are, are going to be uh, taking over the business here. I, I really am. I think they're, uh, they're so committed to the, the community and the sport. And, and uh, I don't know whether Jordan told you this, but he's been wanting to do this since he was 15 years old. And uh, Lindsay jumped in with him and I'm really excited. I think they're the people that could do it and, and keep it along the same model that I had when I started it. You didn't want to, you you didn't want it to go corporate. You wanted to be family owned. Uh, very important, and it was important to you that they had shown that in five years yep. they had a lot of skins in the game. They uh, they had done well with their with their with their two stores. Yeah, they've done. It. They've been able to. They've been in business five years. I I have access to all their vendors and that kind of stuff. I can find out pretty much how they're doing and was able to and I um, the other thing was the I talked to other people and, and they would have changed the store drastically um, I've got customers have been my customers for 37 years and that means they're at least 55 60 years old and uh, we didn't want to lose the product that, that they were there they need now because some of them uh, need more correction more orthopedic type products in which we carry for them and uh, and some of the some of the corporate stores would have said, "Well, let's cut this selection down to the core 25, and let's do those and forget about those people out on the fringes." And they're regular customers, and they they've been loyal to me for all this time. Yeah, and that was really important to keep that going. Um, did you look at did, you had other interests then from other yeah, companies? Yeah, you know, there's chains out there. They would have come in and uh, changed it and they would have uh, tried to, you know, we've been there 37 years. We really don't need a different name. Our name is out there and, and yet they would want to take a cut just because of their name and that kind of stuff. And then the one last thing, and I, I think I've said this to people before, I I, uh, this, I don't have any children. My wife and I don't have children. So this is kind of our child and we'd like to see it continue. Yeah. And they um, and they said to me the other day that they were talking to you pretty early about this, so um, of their interest to uh, make an offer for the, for the for the store. I want to say they maybe said something four years ago, and uh, I, I uh, the pandemic got in the way, and, yeah. I, and at that time I had no idea who they were, and uh, so uh, and I was I was gradually getting more ready to do it. But it, it just all came together now. 
Yeah. Yeah, I I know talking to you, you know, the last year or so, everything got put on hold, so I'm sure you're glad that... Uh, when are you going to be officially exiting out of here, uh, out of the store? I mean, when, <laughs> well, what's, your, what's, what's your exit plan here? For? I told them I'd help out with uh, some of their events. Um, just, I enjoy it, you know, and that yeah. kind of stuff. That's why I'm here. We're at Midnight Madness. And uh, I had, I'm the one that committed to doing this at Midnight Madness, and so I just said, if you need help, I'll be, I'll be happy to be up there. Next weekend, we've got the Clive Running Festival. My wife and I used to be race directors for that, and uh, so that'll be packet pickup at the store, and I told them I'd help out with that. And I think, you know, if, you, if you'd like it, have me help. I just don't want to work seven days a week anymore. And uh, anybody who owns a small business, that's really what you're doing, is you're committing yourself pretty much to seven days a week. And, yeah. You know, if, if other people want, need the day off, then you're the one that does the work. And uh, so it's interesting, but I was blessed. I, I have had employees that were with me 30 years and more, and I've had other 25 years. I think last time we looked, we had three current employees that have been with me for 17 years or more. And so we've been blessed. The community has given us so much support. Um, it's just I've enjoyed it, and uh, I want to stay in the community. I want to stay in the running circles. We're we're still gonna. I'm supposed to meet with the Living History Farms people next week about the rotocross. Uh, I think it's going to continue, and we'll be doing that, and hopefully. And uh, I'm still on the Dan or the uh, Des Moines Marathon Committee, and still on a couple of other race committees, and I'm on the board of Capital Striders. Um, so, yeah, I want to stay in the scene, but I just don't want to have to work seven days a week. <laughs> now, you own the Living History Farms race, so... Technically, yeah, it, I mean, it, yes, we're the, we're the principals in it, but it is a non-profit uh, 501c3 corporation, um, and we've never taken any money out of it. But it's our, it's, it was our charity that we could raise money and then give back to various causes, and especially... Uh, uh, keep trying to keep help keep the scholarship program with the Striders going, help keeping the youth youth track clubs going, and uh, and the farm going, Living History Farms. Um, I when I was a child, I got to live on the farm with my aunt in the summer times, and her farm was almost identical to the 1900 farm back when I was growing up, and I just loved that setting, and so that's important to me. I'm going to have fun. I'm just not going to be there all the time. <laughs> are you Are you looking for a succession plan with the Living History Farms race then going forward? Is that kind of something eventually? Yeah, we've talked to some people about jumping in and helping out with it, and, I, and I've got a couple of people that sound like they might be interested. Um, again, it, it, it's going to have to... In order to do it on that site, you've got to get there. The farm has to agree, and management has to agree, and that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, there's some people that are interested, and I'm always open to, to talking to people too. So, yep. Okay. Um, so when you opened this business in '84, uh, according to my math, it, it was. I mentioned this uh, on a previous podcast. Uh, you were out of the running boom, so you took kind of a big risk uh, starting this business because the boom had really tailed off from the 70s. Yeah, a lot of people, or some people know this, but a lot of people, I started working with Saucony and, and did consultant work and helped with the designs of their shoes as early as 1976. And I was working for a small store in Des Moines called Vic Young Sporting Goods, which specialized in track and field, but uh, no longer is here. 
And then in 1980, the first running store, I guess you could say, in the area, in, in Iowa, was called Aco Sports. It was part of the Aco Corporation in Johnston. And uh, he thought he, he thought I was going to open a sporting goods store for him, and I was opened up a running store for him. And after four years, we had a little disagreement, and that's when we started Fitness Sports. And, and uh, it, uh, it's been good to me, and I, I've had a good time, and uh, um, it's, it's it's a, I'm going to miss it. There's no question about that. But as I said, I want some more free time. Yeah. Well, for sure. Because you're how old, though? I'm 72. 72, yeah. I mean, you're... Yeah. Six dozen. Six dozen. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a lot. You definitely <laughs> deserve, to, deserve some of your uh, free time on your own, for sure. Um, so uh, what, what kind of changes, I mean, have you seen over these over these 37 years? Oh, I mean, a lot. I mean, we could probably have a whole podcast we on started this. Out, we started out in a 900-square-foot... In a, a Bay in, in a strip mall in Apple Valley, and uh, I had stuff hidden in the ceilings. And you know, at that time, there was probably only less than 20 models of serious running shoes available. Um, so you look at today's situation where there's literally a hundred models you can you can uh, see out there now. The, the, the running has just changed drastically. Back then. When I first started, most of the people who ran came out of a running program in high school or college or something like that. The boom started, but it wasn't really going strong around here yet. As a matter of fact, I had the Brooks people and, and Adidas people both said, you're not going to make it, and they wouldn't, wouldn't open us. And, uh, huh. um, and so, uh, wow. but it has grown so much and, and gotten better. Um, and what I say about that is not as many committed racers, runners type runners, like, like yourself that ran in high school and, ran and kept running hard and, and are racing every, every time they get on the, on the course. Um, a lot more fitness people. And, uh, and I often tell people that those are the people that are coming in 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, and they pay our rent. That's the people that's, and that's the people for races. You know, those elite runners that maybe make a hundred bucks for winning or something like that in local events, that money's coming for the people at the back of the pack. So you need everybody, and, and we need them in our, in our business too. And those are the ones that you really can help more too. Um, most of the elite runners are biomechanically pretty efficient, or they wouldn't be there. Um, but those people that are out there training, trying to lose weight, and just trying to get healthy, uh, a lot more of them have a few biomechanical issues that we need to try and help with and correct and that type of stuff. I suppose uh, seeing a lot more women running over the last oh. decade or two has yeah. been a big, um, really not only boost your business, but also really nice to see. Since since 2000 and even before, yeah. uh, women have been much a bigger portion of our business than men. Initially, it was probably 70% men. Now I'd say it's closer to 70% women. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, uh, and of course, shoe technology um, has, in, has improved incredibly. I mean, uh, I could, we could talk a lot about that, too. But uh, If you come into the store and, and there's a, a top row of our shoe wall is some old shoes that we've got on display. And those... Those were top of the line shoes back then, and uh, you look at those. They weren't much. It's pretty. Uh, I'm really going to run very far in that thing. 
And what I often tell people, they, they rave about those shoes and I say, what you're really raving about is your legs when you were 35, 40 years younger than you are now. Yeah, because you're raving about the memories, but they right. weren't as good as you thought that's they right. were. Your legs took it. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, certainly the uh, the 4%, the, 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 the racing flats uh, oh, yeah. are, are probably the biggest change in the last decade, probably. Yeah, this, this what was it? it really hit the market for the Olympics back in 16 and, and since then, and now everybody's got one. And they are making a difference, you know. People who, you know, we've got customers who know what they're capable of. And when they put a pair of those on and go out and the very first time they run in them, they run, drop their PR by two and three minutes at a half marathon. There's something going on. It's not a, it's not marketing, and uh, they know because they know what they were capable of before because they're long-term uh, people and they and they just know what what level of fitness they are. What's what do you think's next on the on the running horizon? What uh, what are these well, companies? What are these companies? Saw talking? some. There's going to be some stuff come out at the Olympics on, the, on track. Uh, some, some new track spikes that are using some of this technology. Um, uh, matter of fact, there was just a, a video that hit YouTube on the 26th, I believe, uh, where a gentleman, I can't think of the name, what his name is, but he compares and lists some of these new, New Balance has got some, Saucony's got some, Nike's got some, Brooks got some, mostly for distance. But Nike has them for the sprints too, and they're gonna make a difference. They are. They're using some of this technology, and uh, the new foams, the new graphite plate loading that they put in it, and uh, it's it's good. It's, it makes a difference. Yeah, even in the short races. Well, you come with a very good background in shoe technology, and that's right. I mean, you've got you you've been schooled in this. I mean, you, you've actually yeah. So that's one I think aspect where maybe they might uh, going forward might hurt your expertise in that area. Um, I don't know. I, I think you know, Lindsay and are you talking about Lindsay and Jordan? Uh, yeah, yeah, just missing you. Missing well, your, they, yeah, missing but the, you got to give them a chance because they're very knowledgeable. They really are, and. Uh, um, and I told him, I, I'll help him any way I can. Again, I just don't want to work seven days a week. And uh, my wife will tell you that I did. You know, I was trying, especially when we were trying to get it going. You know, people out there, you want to start your own business. Be aware, you may not get a paycheck a few months, and sometimes a few months in a row. <laughs> yeah. Was it kind of nice having Sundays off during the pandemic, having uh, the stores closed? I, that's exactly it. Uh, we are still not open on Sunday again, and I think they're going to open back up on Sunday. But uh, we didn't do it. We could have. It was just a matter of I didn't want to be there. <laughs> okay. Talk about the reach that's going to happen. I, I was pretty excited to hear that they were going to change uh, Heartland Souls names over to some some sort of... Yeah. Derivative of, of fitness sports. I think that'll be interesting. You know, I, you know, I did. I, I it surprised me when they actually said that, and they, but they told my employees that they told me that. And I, I had heard that they said that in the in the podcast that they were talking to you, and I would only say that it's a proven name for thirty seven years. Number one and number two, I did say to them, and I remember saying it that with my wife and I, I not having any kids. Uh, the store's our legacy, and it'd be nice if this name stayed the same. And uh, evidently, they took it to heart. <laughs> yeah, well, that's nice to... <laughs> Makes me feel good. Yeah. 
Well, you're, you're, you and Lindsay are both on the Striders board, so you've gotten to know each other a little bit. And, yeah, and although we've only been to one meeting together. Uh, no, one meeting, okay. <laughs> but I've known them from other things, you know. Yeah. We, um, we both have been at expos together, uh, Drake Relays uh, expos over the years and, and other things. And, and they've been to the Striders meetings when I was making presentations and that type of stuff. And we, we were, uh, every every annual meeting, we'd often tell the Striders, "Okay, this is what we're going to get. So many thousand dollars that the farm race raised for you guys," and they were sitting there, and I think that kind of surprised them that we were doing that. But but uh, then we'd talk and stuff. So I've gotten to know them, but I'm more I've been impressed with, you know, out of the box, they they were much more much did a better job I would say than I did my first five years I struggled mm-hmm. and uh, and the yeah, the running wasn't the boom back then but I, I still I struggled getting a, getting the store going and they they've been done a great job was it just was it just advertising getting the name out was it just partially it, and it was just um, um, trying to keep it going and, and trying to pay the bills and, well, and all that kind of stuff you know and uh, it's uh, it's just small business getting off the yeah, for yep. sure. Um, so I kind of asked them whether July had a significance of selling the business. I I thought to me it was like in, in between seasons, you're between track season, cross country. It seemed a logical time for you to transition and get out. Is that what your thinking was or was it just random? Um, actually, we're here at Midnight Manus. This is the first week in July, basically. The store, Fitness Sports, opened, grand opening, was at Midnight Madness, okay. 37 years ago. Okay, okay. <laughs> so their, they opened their store on the 1st of July, yep. five years ago. Um, there's a tradition there, I guess you'd say. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah. I, the knew other, I knew theirs was on the same yeah, date, five yeah, years. That's, the other, that's, uh, the yeah. other thing that's, that is a factor is just uh, uh, the IRS, that kind of stuff. It's first six months we owned it. And when it comes to your documentation for the government and that kind of stuff, it's in quarters, and the second quarter ends on the end of June. Yeah. And yeah. so when it comes to payroll, when it comes to all that kind of stuff, uh, you've got paperwork to do that fits on a quarter basis. And this just worked out as a really good time to do okay. it. Okay. Yep. Okay. I. Like I said, I to me it just seemed like a logical, you know, in between yep. seasons, and you're trying to get rid of the, you know, the old shoes and trying to move in the new ones for for the fall and and, and that sort of thing. Now you, you come from a swimming background, um, I am too. Yeah. yeah, but you were a big swimmer too. So yeah, I, um, I was. Uh, I, we, we did swimming when we first opened up, and I remember I, that. I had a partner. Uh, I guess you'd say a partner. He was a swim coach here in town. That even out in the store I had before this one, we worked together, and he did the swimming and I did the running stuff. Okay. And then when I left and started uh, fitness sports, uh, we did swimming, and I had the relationship with a lot of the coaches in town. And, and as they've retired over the years and stuff, then we kind of pulled back on it. We still do. I think this year we only did one swim team. Um, but uh, this past spring, uh, or past winter, but um, we're, we still carry a few swimming products and goggles. They were the triathletes, stuff for them, and that type of stuff. But over the years, there, there's another dedicated swimming store in town, and uh, they've pretty much got into that stuff. 
Yeah, I think I know the one you're talking about. So, so what's uh, looking forward to taking a vacation here now? That travel restrictions are, are are letting up. Are you looking for looking to? We'd like to anywhere travel. you want to go. Yeah, we'd like to travel. Um, I I I love the national parks. Um, we've been to Europe and want to go back over there. Um, that kind of stuff. Right now, I'm. I, uh, I want to spend some time with my dad, who's 96, and uh, I want to spend some time with him. And I don't know how much longer he'll be around. He's healthy. I'm, I'm blessed there. But, you know, that's he's he 96, 96, so yeah. you, you yeah. just kind of wonder what's going to happen. And uh, so I want to spend some time with him, and we're just trying to do as many things as I can. Well, congratulations on the sale, and uh, good luck moving forward. Well, thank uh, you.